To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. Because history has shown us that courage can be contagious, and hope can take on a life of its own. I will bring you hope. And I ask only one thing in return. We move now, together. Not at all. Hope is not lost today. It is found. Hope is what keeps you going. Even if the whole world is telling you to move, it's your duty to plant yourself like a tree, look them in the eye and say no. You move. Hola, and welcome to episode 7 of the SF in Translation podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cordasco. This episode will include news and updates from July 1st through July 31st, 2018. So as some of you may know, based on my Twitter posts, I went on an extended car trip with the husband and crazy kids this month. And don't hate me, but I can actually read while the car is in motion. I know. I got so much reading done. Like, five books in two weeks. It was glorious. Anyway, that allowed me to catch up a little bit on my reading and write some reviews that needed writing. And here we are at the end of July somehow. So, on with the show, as they say. We got several great novels and collections in July from Quebec, Spain, Cuba, Sweden, Argentina, Finland, and Portugal. Songs for the Cold of Heart by Eric Dupont, translated from the French by Peter McCambridge, is a century-spanning, nation-jumping tale that has been described as operatic and compared to such magical realist novels as Midnight's Children and 100 Years of Solitude, and it's out from QC Fiction. From Spain, we have Cristina Jurado's story collection, Alpha Land, translated from the Spanish by James Womack, and populated by upgraded humans, fantastic beings, and more. I'm super excited to read this, and hopefully soon you will be able to read my review of it up on the Skiffy and Fanti website. Next up from Cuba is Yos's most recent work in English, Condom Knots, translated by David Fry, the story of a man who becomes a sexual ambassador for humanity and the new Barca colony. Yosa's style is often risque and racy, so I'm sure this particular novel is a wild ride. If you haven't read any Yos before, be sure to check out A Planet for Rent and Super Extra Grande, both translated by David Fry and out from Restless Books as is Condom Knots. Of particular interest this month is Steampunk International from Newcon Press, an anthology showcasing the very best steampunk stories from three different countries, UK, Finland, and Portugal, released by three different publishers in three different languages. Swedish author Matt Strandberg is out with a horror novel called Blood Cruise, translated by Agnes Broom. And as the summary on the Quirkus website notes, quote, On the Baltic Sea, no one can hear you scream. Huh. 
He's also been compared to Stephen King, so I definitely want to read that. Last up is Come Madre by Roque Larraquí, translated from the Spanish by Heather Cleary, a book that asks how far we're willing to go in pursuit of transcendence, grisly experiments to investigate the line between life and death, aesthetic transformations where the artist becomes the art object itself. Sounds fascinating, and I hope I get to read this soon, too. Also novel-length but published online via The Fantasist is a piece called The Great Escape from Fairyland, or The Witch, the Prince, the Girl, and the Dragon by Victoria Faust, translated from the Croatian by the author. And you can read the entire novel on The Fantasist website. On to the short fiction. I'm only aware of two pieces this month, so if I miss something, do let me know. Rachel at sfintranslation.com. In the July Clark's world, you could read a fresh but disturbing story entitled To Fly Like a Fallen Angel by Qi Yu, translated from the Chinese by Elizabeth Hanlon. This story is about a human society living underground and getting around by means of wings, with some suspecting that a small population is enslaved near the surface in order to provide the winged people with the comforts of civilization. When a young woman is driven to find out the truth, what she uncovers is mind-blowing, and it involves Jupiter, but I will not spoil anything else for you. You have to go read it. It's one of the best, I think, this year so far. Also out in July is All Clear by Hao He, translated from the Chinese by R. Orion Martin in Apex Magazine. And of course, don't miss Daniel Hauser's review of short SFT each month on the SF in Translation website. We also had several reviews in July. Both James Nichol and I wrote separate pieces about the Swiss space opera Vestiges by Lawrence Sooner, translated from the French by Cheryl Curtis, urging U.S. or U.K. publishers to pick it up in its English translation. And Vestiges is book one of a tetralogy. And I know that Cheryl is working on the translation for the next two, I think. So hopefully it can get picked up and we can read all of this wonderful space opera meets archaeological dig meets aliens, spirituality meets, I don't know. It's just really great. It's one of my favorites. Sean Vishniak reviewed Condom Knots for World Lit Today. John Self wrote about Yoko Tawada's The Emissary in The Guardian. Tony Malone reviewed Songs for the Cold of Heart on his site Tony's Reading List. And Amy Goldschlager wrote about The Coincidence Makers on Locus. A lot of great stuff is coming up in August, including Apex Publications' release of Francesco Versa's transhumanist cyberpunk novel Next Human, Translated from the Italian by Sally McCory. You need to get your hands on this, guys. I'm telling you, it is wonderful. Okay, now to Rachel's Corner, what I'm reading and what I'm translating. Like I said earlier, I got a lot of reading done on the road trip, including the Israeli anthology Science Fiction, the Italian collection Catastrophe and Other Stories by Dino Buzzati, translated by Judith Landry, Volume 6 of the Japanese space opera series 
Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and the Anthology of Solar Punk Stories from Brazil and Portugal. You can read my review of science fiction in World Lit Today in September, in the September issue, Catastrophe and other stories I reviewed for my site, as well as Volume 6 of Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and the Solar Punk Stories. I'm just a few pages away from finishing that Italian surrealist noir piece that I've been translating. It's taken me a while, but I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and I hope to place it somewhere, though it might be hard to place because it's kind of a strange mix of genres, but cross your fingers. And soon, I will move on to translating more Clelia Ferris, whom I absolutely love, so stay tuned for more about that. In terms of what I'm starting to read now, I'm going to begin Alpha Land by Christina Girado, and I want to read Trafalgar by Angelica Grodischer, and I also am looking forward to reading Vida Nostra by Sergei and Marina Diachenko, translated from the Russian by Julia Hersey. And I plan to write a review for that soon. So I'm interested in what you guys are reading and translating and loving. So always you can find me on Twitter at R-C-O-R-D-A-S. And you can find me on Facebook at my group, Speculative Fiction and Translation. And of course, I can't find all of the wonderful SFT coming out every month myself. So I depend on you to send me everything that you come across. You can send it to me via Twitter, Facebook, or email, which again is rachel at sfntranslation.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and happy reading. Thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash skiffyinfanty. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so at our email at skiffyinfanty at gmail.com, on Twitter at skiffyinfanty, and on Facebook at the Skiffy Infanty Show. Our intro and outro music comes from Dimension by Creo. You can find out more about them at freemusicarchive.org. Yeah.